Well, good evening, everyone. Um, for those listening to this, I am standing over here um, in our home in East Atlanta, watching the sun go down uh, with downtown in the background. And you can hear the birds singing, and there's a nice breeze, and there's lots of blooms on the trees. And, you know, it's, um, it's nice to remind myself that, uh, you know, all of this nice stuff to look at right now, they don't know that there's a global pandemic. Um, which is peaceful and um, a nice reminder. So um, anyway, um, tonight or today, um, I had the pleasure of speaking with and catching up with someone who is no stranger to the Atlanta Foodcast, and that is Tao Baum, who is one of the owners and runs Oliva Restaurant Group, which is Bellina Alimentari. Um, it's over in the main food hall of Pont City Market. Um, Aziza and Falafel Nation over on the west side, um, over at Westside Provisions, and also relatively new to the scene uh, just across the belt line is Rena. And... Um, a little bit different for these guys, though. Uh, two weeks ago today, they actually closed the doors on their restaurant. So they're in a little bit of a different boat than everybody else. Um, so here's my conversation with Tal. <laughs> well, you look um, very good even without makeup. Oh, can you see me right now? Yeah, I can see you. Well, I'm just going to keep my camera on then. Um, I will tell you that okay. I, was, I was cleaning up from my kid's breakfast. I did uh, stain my shirt, which you can see, and it's... No, you know what? The camera, the quality of the camera is not that good. I can't even well, see that. You know what? It's going to be a great day then. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, um, I'm sorry that I, I sent so many kind of like emails in a, in a flurry. Um, I, uh, I've been trying to do this daily and just check in with just our people, you know, I mean, just like check in with Atlanta and, um, I know that you guys are all doing things that are kind of in the similar vein of keeping the lights on, keeping your staff employed, keeping busy, trying to do takeout or, you know, working still through delivery or um, market pantry. I mean, there's, there's so many different things and I think the creativity is amazing, but you know, I mean, um, I, I, I think the, the biggest thing that I'm, I'm thinking of also is just long-term sustainability and yes. um, keeping the energy alive. Cause I think anyone can be like, yeah, let's rally around 10 days of this. Um, but what does it look like on day 30 and day 45, you know? And um, so I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just get an idea of, you know, what it's like for you guys, you know, cause you know, you're, you're part of this front line as well, you know, and, feeding people is what you guys do best. Um, so, um, anyway, just, I mean, just talk to me, like what, what's it like between, you know, your, your three slash four locations that you guys have with Oliva. And, um, I mean, I live within, I mean, I could, I could throw a baseball hard enough and hit Rena and Pont city. So, um, you know, I know that the West side is, is a little bit, you know, more, more kind of in its own little, microcosm but um yeah what's what's kind of like status like waking up today on friday like how, how are things so i actually took the very very hard decision of temporary closing down and not offering delivery or even curbside pickup wow i m my husband is a physician he works at emory wow. and at this point you know the safety of our employees and our community 
mm-hmm. is I think should be the priority. Um, I, I truly believe that we need to stay home and we need to keep social distancing. And again, just because, you know, my husband is in the medical field and he gets daily notifications from, from Emory. He, he works at Emory. And I mean, the reality that they go through over there, yeah. I just felt this is the right thing to do. Um, we are going, I mean, we're fighting uh, an invisible enemy here. And I think people sometimes finding it hard to believe or understand the, the great responsibility that each one of us has in this fight. Mm. Um, and as much as, you know, it was probably the hardest day of my life, uh, deciding to shut down the restaurants and uh, empty up our walking cooler and prepare some, uh, you know, goodie bags for all of our employees so that they can take them home and at least, you know, skip one week of grocery shopping. Yeah. I, I, I still do believe that that was the, the right move, that that was the responsible thing to do for me as a leader, for me as um, mm. their employer. Yeah. And I know, I mean, many, many restaurants st- still keep doing deliveries and I really hope that everybody keep the health and the CDC guidelines. Um, but I just, I could not ask my employees to keep coming to work where I truly believe that the only thing we can do right now to make this whole craziness go away is to stay home for a while. Mm. Um, and again, it was a very difficult decision to take. Yeah. Um, when did you make that decision, Tal? Uh, it was two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago. Wow. Because it's, uh, you know, just after 10 on Friday, the 27th. So, I mean, this was um, by Atlanta standards. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think everybody was still kind of wondering if if they should start taking it seriously or if it's blown out of proportion. Because I remember going going into that weekend, um, we made the mistake of going out for a bike ride um, on the Beltline. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, I, I was, it was so funny to see headlines and read about news and US and CDC guidelines. And I mean, it was absolutely bananas, like how busy everything was. Um, right. Yeah. You know, and that, that was two weeks ago today. Um, yeah. And then Saturday, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think I've seen some places along the Beltline. I don't know that I've ever seen them that busy. So, you know, and I, I just, you know, I, I would echo you right now is I feel like our responsibility right now is to somehow normalize and find, find some sort of comfort in the routine of creating a new normal for the sake of all of us. And then, um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm truly hopeful, you know, that, things will work out for you guys as restaurant and business owners. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't have any knowledge or answers or anything. You know, I, I can kind of glean a little bit of information from what's happening from, you know, federal level, local level, you know, what is, what is the, 
what does the outreach kind of look like? You know, what should people be doing to take action? Um, you know, for, for those that remain open, like we're trying to support them as best we can by doing you know, anything that we can to buy gift cards, you know, for a later date or, um, you know, some people are reselling a lot of their product that just kind of comes in off the truck or from distributors or purveyors and, you know, just selling them kind of like marketplace. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really interesting, you know, and I, I think that, that that has to be, um, somewhat of our new normal right now until there can be, you know, more of a, um, an offensive approach to, you know, how, how we can live through this, you know, not, 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 not necessarily live with it, but like really persevere. Um, so it's, it's hard, you know, cause I've had a lot of conversations, believe me, I've had a lot of conversations with people who are pivoting their businesses to a lot of different things right now that they had never considered in the past, like delivery or takeout, third party, curbside pickup, prefix, um, you know, just ways to, to try and like earn back some of that margin. Um, and, um, hearing that you guys are completely closed, you know, it's, um, it's, it's just hard for it not to feel heartbreaking, you know? It is, it is, it, it is heartbreaking. Um, luckily, I mean, we do have one aspect of, of Belina that is still operating. We have, uh, we, we sell all of our market products online. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, currently is the only revenue stream that we have. Uh, this is going to be the, the profits from our online market are going to be used to support health insurance for our employees and some of the expenses that we will have while our doors are shut. Yeah. Um, so, and that's a system that we already had in place yeah. um, and had, had been working for, for a few years. We definitely changed the product mix that we offer and we are now able to offer, you know, things that pe- people would normally get at a grocery store like flour and yeast and some of the, you know, basic uh, staples that people want to cook uh, at home with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's um, the only aspect of the business who is currently operating. Again, just because it, the, the, the human contact that this aspect require is minimal. Yeah. And um, I felt uh, that, again, that was the right thing to do. I still do think so. And when we achieve a, a scenario where we are finally able to flatten the curve and you know the, the, the report that we are getting from our health officials are more on the positive side and we are, and I feel it is safe enough to open, believe me, I will do that mm-hmm. right away. I mean, I can't wait. I, I dream about it at night, reopening our doors. Mm-hmm. Restaurant without customers is, is just heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. Restaurant without the human contact is, is just in complete contrary to what restaurants are all about. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, we, we love to touch people. We love to touch tables. We love the, inter- mm-hmm. the human interaction. Yeah. Uh, taking all of that away is taking, you know, what hospitality and, and restaurants are all about. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think speaking to the style of dining between Aziza and Rina, uh, Belina, um, they all rhyme. I just realized that. 
<laughs> yeah, um, they all end with an A. They do. They sound really great all together. Um, yeah, that that communal style of dining um, is something that I, I think will be such a triumph when when we can go back to that style of dining. And I, I feel like that's going to be in a way um, such a precious thing, you know, because I, I think the you know, the, the social interaction, I think, is really ramped up for a lot of people, but the physical distance or the physical interaction has obviously had to, you know, plummet to zero. And I think yeah. that's what's going to roar back, you know, once we, once we find a footing in all of this. Because um, I think that's what I've really enjoyed is like, it, I just think the style of dining, the way that, you know, plates work at Rena and eating with my wife and kids and um, I look forward to that moment. I'm totally with you, Tal. Like I, I just, I look forward to, to being around that energy and atmosphere again. And, um, I know that a lot of people do as well. So, yes. um, and I do think there will be a transition period. I don't mm -hmm. think we'll go, you know, from zero to a hundred oh, overnight. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately that's the way it happened when two weeks ago, when everything started, yep. you know, we went from a hundred percent to zero overnight literally yeah. Yeah. uh i don't think the comeback will be as uh immediate as the shutdown was there yeah. will be a transition period where we will have to adjust and you know maybe at that point we'll feel comfortable offering curbside and, and delivery and, and things of that nature and yep. then we can open our doors and, and go back to normal yeah. um it's a bit uh we, we don't really know we don't really know uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I have lots of friends in Italy and I have a lot of friends in Israel. So I'm kind of following their trend and see, um, mm -hmm. comparing the where we are in comparison to those states or countries that have been going through this crisis for maybe two, two weeks to a month um, ahead of us. And there's following the trends of what's happening over there and yeah it's just um it it helps a little bit to know there is a hope and, and yeah. things will go back to normal eventually yeah uh, i have a friend who lives in singapore mm -hmm. and they finally after two and a half months of very extreme restrictions went back to normal and and went and restaurants are starting to open and and things starts to look much better for them yeah that is good i mean that's a that's a really good you know it's just a good word of positivity right now is you know people across our entire planet right now are finding their way out of what was um normal for what seems probably like an eternity um but that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and i you know i know that there's plenty of people who are um, you know, much, much smarter, much braver than a lot of us that are, um, doing the things that are, um, are truly necessary. And yeah, I mean, again, I think that's, it's just another, it's another way to position ourselves to say doing our part, though it may be small and it might be redundant and it might seem, you know, painfully, um, you know, boring at times, you know, for people mm -hmm. to stay at home, you know, I, I think that's the best message is like, if, if it, if it seems like 
nothing big ever happened, then that means that everyone did their job, you know? Exactly, so. exactly. And unfortunately, our job at the moment is to seat home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, unless, you know, we're in the medical field or, or some other exactly. essential. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, sending all of the good energy your husband's way. No doubt. Oh, thank you. I yeah. need it. And anyone hey. else? Yeah. Anyone else here in the Atlanta healthcare medical field? Um, my goodness. Uh, can't even describe the amount of respect already, you know, just over the years of having children of, you know, medical needs that we've had. Um, you know, I've already, I've already had such a high regard for people that I know at Emory, friends of mine that work in the medical field. And, um, but even now more so like, you know, every day into the fire, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, um, tell the last question that I want to ask you and because I would love to hear your answer because I know that it would be so uplifting is tell me right now, if, if you had the opportunity to cook for someone and you know that whatever you would decide to cook for them would bring them comfort, like comfort food, what would it be that you would cook? Because, you know, the, the, the cuisine of Aziza and Rina are the things that I think I crave most often. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, um, like fresh pita hummus, uh, like just, herbs, you know, I mean, things that are, things that are so comforting to me are the things that I, I typically don't cook in my own home. You know, it's usually at a, at a restaurant like Aziza Arena, but, but what would, what would you cook for someone? You know, something that you grew up with or something that would be like something your mom made when you were a kid, like, what is it? Sure. So I guess one of the things that keeps me sane uh, during these days is keep a minimal of a routine. And we do Shabbat dinner uh, with my family every Friday. Hmm. And today is going to be one of those. So I guess I can tell you what I will be cooking for tonight's dinner. Um, uh, So tonight I'm going to roast a leg of lamb in the oven with some potatoes, fresh herbs, serve it with some uh, pomegranate molasses uh, and fresh green salad. And to me, I mean, you know, just the family sitting together around the table uh, and doing the blessing over the challah and the wine uh, for Friday night helps me forget about the reality that we are facing in the moment and just helps bring a little bit of normality and sanity into my life at the moment. So this is something that we have been doing even before. I mean, since I was a little girl, and we are, you know, tr- trying to keep this tradition alive. Uh, we sometimes, you know, Zoom uh, with uh, some family members that can't really join us at the table. Mm. And just this moment over a meal that was cooked with so much love and uh, uh, sometimes the kids help, you know, with whatever tasks uh, I ask them to do. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, sometimes when they are involved, it makes things very challenging in the kitchen. But <laughs> at least, yes, it makes them uh, part of the family yeah. effort. Yeah. So tonight is going to be roasted leg of lamb with some potatoes, fresh herbs from the garden, and green salad. Um, and wonderful. Um, yeah, 
I'm excited. I actually have to go and start cooking it soon. Oh, so it will be ready for dinner. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, I'll let you get to the kitchen. How about that? Um, but um, thank you just for catching up, Tal. It is, uh, it's really good to hear your voice. It really is. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, just let's just keep doing this with, you know, everyone here in Atlanta. And I just, I, you know, I, in any way that this can be a, a platform for you guys as business owners, um, that's what this is here for. So, um, but thanks for sharing. Thanks for chatting and catching up. And um, thank you. And yeah. before we end up, if I can please ask you to maybe add a link to our online market. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was actually going to say is like, I was, I was breezing through that because I saw you guys share that. Uh, I think maybe yesterday. Um, yes. you, you guys, yeah. I mean, I think you guys have a ton of really great stuff uh, that's available right now. So I'll definitely make sure that we share that on our Facebook and Instagram and also on the, um, on the link in the podcast as well. So perfect. Make sure that people can find that. And so. one more thing that I just want to share before we hang up next mm -hmm. week, we're going to start a, a series of uh, fresh pasta making uh, oh, cool. that I will be teaching via zoom. Yeah. We had a lot. I mean, we teach a lot of private yeah. and public uh, pasta classes at Belina. Mm -hmm. And since we had to cancel all of them for the next month and a half, yeah. Uh, we are currently working on that and we will share the details as soon as they are available. That's great. Uh, but that's something exciting that will allow us to stay in touch with customers. And, um, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. So that will be happening uh, very soon. Very cool. Yeah. Well, as soon as you guys have those details, we'll share those as well. That's exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Excellent. again, so good to hear your voice. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy Shabbat dinner with your family. And, um, I know that I'll talk to you soon, but hopefully uh, see you soon as well, one day. <laughs> Excellent. Hopefully very soon then. Yes. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yep. Thanks, Tal. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Hmm, so thanks guys for listening to this and, um, you know, especially thanks to Tal and the group over at Oliver Restaurant Group. They're just, um, gosh, they're just wonderful people. And, um, again, if, if you were listening and you heard Tal say at the end, um, go check out the website, uh, for Bellina Alimentari. They have this fantastic market, uh, where you can buy all types of ingredients and cook in your own home. And if you want to go to our website, um, again, it's just atlfoodcast.com and you can find the link to, to this episode and we'll have the link, uh, right there on the episode page as well. So thanks again for listening, everybody. Um, have a great Friday night at home. Um, and hopefully you're eating something really wonderful with the people that are closest to you and the ones that you love. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. I'm going to go wash my hands if you do.